Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Shot one. Oh my God. Shot two. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Shot, shot three. three. See, I'll admit the third one's a little rough. I'm it was a little rough. Don't you do it. My mouth is watering. <laughs> That's the first side. This is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. Hey, Hi, welcome back what to the three fuck? shots. In. Stop it. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to three shots in. I'm Jess. I'm Jake. And this is episode 19. 19. Stop trying to interrupt me. I'm not trying. I just am. I'm Stop sorry. doing it. I'm not doing it on purpose. Well, you know what? I'm going to say the topic. Lovers. lovers. No. <laughs> That's right. The topic is lovers. Yes. People so, who are in love, lovebirds. Yeah, lovebirds, you know, doing cute things like like frolicking in the fields. Spring and, is in the air, everyone, and so yes. is love. That's right. You got you got hayfield dates. You got- Hayfield? Yeah, we won't Have get you, into it. You've been on a date in a hayfield? No, 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 no. That's not the point. We're getting into this. Oh. We're not getting into this. I mean- Oh. Yeah. So, you know, all sorts of lovey things, you know, like those, uh, those rides where you're like in like the little, like the swans make a little heart and you like go through the like a tunnel cave, of love. tunnel of love. Oh, right. In the swan boat. Yeah. And then after that, you, you know, go paddle boating. Yeah. You go paddle together. boating. Tandem you go on, bicycle riding. No, that's not really loving. Well, it is. That's what Americans think is bonding. Well, I meant more like you go on a Ferris wheel together. Sure. That too. You know, conveniently the ride just stops for like 30 minutes while you're on the top together. Oh my God, it started to rain. Ugh. Oh. How can we fix this first kiss? Make out. Exactly. Right there. Right. Whoa, what's your hand doing? You uh, know? No, that's yeah. not what I had in mind. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine this was the very, very beginning of a relationship. It is, of a, a flourishing relationship. Wow. Yeah. It's budding very quickly, I see. Yes. <laughs> uh, before we move on and talk about drinks and whatnot, I believe we have some patrons some beautiful, wonderful, amazing patrons. We do have some wonderful patrons to thank. So loyal, so devoted, so attractive. Hot. And they are mom and dad, because how could we say we're attractive if we didn't have attractive parents? We couldn't. We couldn't do that. Thank you, mom and dad, for making us as good looking as we are. It's fantastic looking, really. Also, thank you to Terry and Danny for realizing how good looking we are. Being so lucky. Right, because Terry's my husband and Danny is... Engaged to be married to you. Yes. Yes, she is. Also, thank you to Sweet Sam, to TJ, Jeremy, TJ, I said you already. Said TJ. <laughs> Ricky, David, Abria, and Thomas. Thank you guys so much. You keep us going. Help us pay off this equipment. Help us to buy more so that we can do more. Help us to quit our job. Oh my God. I'm so ready to quit my job. Help us to live our dream. Bye, guys. I'm out of here. You're going to leave after you get the money? Yeah. I'm leaving. I'm starting my own <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Could you imagine? We had two podcasts in like competition with each other. One and a half shots in. <laughs> the other one and a half shots in. <laughs> no, you have one and a half shots. I have 1.5 shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll see who gets more popular. It'll be me, obviously. I think you're funnier, but I think people are more loyal to me. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. All right. Just because people like watching horse races, Jessica. I'm not a horse and I don't race in anything. So that's out the window. Doesn't make sense. Whatever. So we took shots today. We did. We which took is bizarre because I remember last week not doing that yeah. for some stupid, It stupid wasn't reason. a stupid reason. I was very sick. I felt terrible. I didn't want to take a shot. And you convinced me to do one anyway, mid-recording. And it, I paid for it. I suffered for that. 
Yeah, it was great though. It was awful. It was some 99 in the middle of that episode. It was terrible. It was like I swallowed rubbing alcohol. Which you did. Rubbing alcohol with a very small hint of banana. Basically straight ethanol with like some banana flavoring inside. Yeah, but that was not what we did today. No, today we took two shots of Bayou Pink Rum. What's it say again on there? Pride Um, of Louisiana. Yeah, the Pride of Louisiana. It's 100% copper pot stilled. Distilled. Distilled in copper pots. You could really taste the copper pots in there. That's honestly the only thing that I taste is copper pots. I don't know what I taste in there. I just didn't like any of it. No, took two shots of that. And then the third shot. It was a very special surprise. I I showed up to the recording today. It was a surprise, that's for sure. With a uh, big old can of Red Bull. Yeah, you did. Because I figured, you know, what's life without a little bit of, without a little Jaeger bomb, you know? What's life without a Jaeger bomb? Yeah, not worth living. That's what that is. It's probably a regular, enjoyable life, I'd imagine. I don't think so. Because we had Jaeger bombs for our third shot and they were amazing. I disagree, strongly. Love it. I'd never done anything like that before. I'm terrible at chugging things. I open my throat for only one activity, and it's not for liquids, not for drinking something. Mm. It's for something else, and I won't tell you what that is to spare you. Well, that could be anything. It really could be. Who knows? It's for a penis. Oh. <laughs> I'm just I was going to say for those I, Renaissance Fair that pickles. Was, that was just a joke. I was just joking. I don't do that. Wow. Gross. Anyway, so um, I really am just god-awful at chugging things I get like it's kind of the same way like you know you go to take a pill have you ever like hesitated you know like no. oh god it's gonna hurt Mm-mm. have you ever taken like five pills at once uh-huh you don't hesitate at all not even a little bit okay well usually I don't but Terry has these like terribly shaped ones that have no coating on the outside so they're really chalky and they start dissolving as you're swallowing them and then what like apparently dissolving makes them like turn as they're sliding down your throat so that they catch on all your throat meat and they get stuck back there. <laughs> <laughs> not not your throat meat. Yes. And they're these like perfect discs and they're fucking huge, like a fucking horse pill that has nothing to do with me. And it's unrelated with all these like terrible <laughs> jokes about me. Anyway, so I go to swallow these pills and it's simple. It's like fucking Tylenol. It's nothing crazy, but they just won't coat it for him. I have no idea why. It's like they just, you know, they're like, you're a veteran. Just chew it before you swallow it or some shit. Chew your pills, So I try to swallow this pill and it always gets caught in my throat and like scratches the shit out of my throat meat as it's going down and I hate it. And so I hesitate when I go to take the pill now whenever I try to like, oh, I've got a little headache. Oh, I've got like I've got some little menstrual cramps or something like that. And I go to take this little like 500 milligram acetaminophen and it just gets stuck and it hurts me. Yeah. So next time, you know, I've learned my lesson and now I hesitate and I'm like, and it'll just sit in my throat and I don't want to do it. So that makes the process all that slower. You know, it sucks. Right. And that's what I did just now because I was like, no, it's going to go up my nose and I'm going to cough it out. So naturally you get so angry um, because this pill is stuck in your throat that I would imagine that you would start like yelling and like, like bucking. You know, I don't buck. You no. just bucking. Nope. No bucking, bucking or away. kicking. I'm, I don't whip around my mane. You're, you're just like, oh, I hate this pill. I'm not snorting or chomping on any bits because yeah. I'm not a horse. Mm-hmm. I just don't enjoy taking that pill because it's so retarded and it's stupid. And it. why would anyone buy a pill like that or design it like that? Like, it's so difficult to take anyway. Uh, drinks. What are you what are you drinking? We're not done talking about this Jaeger bomb. Oh, we're not done? No. Okay. What else happened with the Jaeger bomb? I choked on it. 
You did, and you didn't follow the one rule as to not let the shot glass smack your teeth. No, I didn't. And then, well, it, it really didn't hit me that hard. It was just such like a solid sound as it hit that I started to laugh as I was trying to chug the Jaeger bomb. So it all came out of my nose on recording. <laughs> so if any of you guys are interested in that, that's on our Instagram at Three Shots In Podcast, and we go live usually every Friday. If we can't record on the weekends, we record on Wednesdays, hump day. We take hump day shots. So please join us at five o'clock, either on Wednesday or Friday today, or this week it was a Wednesday. And I took this fucking Jaeger bomb on camera, which you insisted on, and it fucking bit me in the ass. It spilled all over my face and came out my nose and I had to run to the bathroom. It was so bad. And it it tasted not that great because I hate Jaeger. It was delicious and it was amazing. And if I didn't finish the can of Red Bull, I would have another. I would rather do a Jaeger bomb than just a Jaeger shot because I couldn't taste it as bad. Oh, that's true. I don't have my Red Bull, so I might as well just drink more Jaeger. Maybe we'll see how the break goes. Whatever. It's delicious. Anyway, for drinks. So as I said before, I actually finished the Red Bull. So it's it's gone. That's what I was drinking. And now it's empty and gone. You finished all of it. Yeah. I also had a, I'm assuming like a a Dr. Pepper or some shit Mm -hmm. from, um, Chick-fil-A. Okay. And uh, that's gone too. Okay. Well, not an issue. So my drink is um, melted ice in my styrofoam Chick-fil-A cup. Basically water. Mixed with Dr. Pepper and Red Bull. Some leftover Red Bull and Dr. Pepper, yeah. I just got water over here. It's gotten a little water. Oh, Um, that's that's fun. Staying hydrated. Sure. It's a nice gentle break after my my throat and nose holes got raped by the Red Bull and Jaeger bomb. They, They were taken. Without consent, yes. Little lubrication, if any. Probably none. Probably none. It felt like none, but yeah. it is also liquid, so maybe there was a little. True. Um, speaking of a little, yeah. I care little about your life, Jessica, but let's hear an update. <laughs> Ten words. Or less. Or, or less, okay. but no more. No more than that, although sometimes I'm allowed to cheat. Um, hopeful for the future, getting hyped to move this summer... That's it. Perfect, because you cheated. I didn't. You didn't count the word to. It's not really a word. It is literally a word. You can't define it. You can just explain what its function is. If I were to type to a ball, that would be three words, Jessica. Not in this game. Yes, in every game. It's not how it works. Well, Jessica. If you wouldn't capitalize the first letter in a title, that's not a word. I'd capitalize them all. It's because you don't understand grammar and you're stupid. I'm not. I'm smart. <laughs> I have a degree in English lit. <laughs> oh, oh, so you know everything. Yeah, I know everything. Mind you, it's an associate's degree, but still, <laughs> I have one. It's more than you have. <laughs> you faked all of that. All yeah, of that I, was I cheated last my way through everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> but who doesn't in college these days? You may as well. Yeah. They basically encourage you to. So you got exciting things coming your way? I do. I'm very excited for the future. We're excited to move to a different place this summer. Um, we just need more room, you know? Yeah. Need more space. Oh, I know. You know? This house was small when I was here and now I'm not. Now you're not. And it's still small. Still pretty small. Yeah. We gotta, we're just ready to move on. Excited for the upgrade. What about you? Um, let's see. Had a great trip. Danny is definitely not pregnant today. Okay. So there we go. Yeah. (laughs) I had a little scare there. Mm -hmm. Danny was all like, oh my God, Jake, I'm like a week late. Like I haven't had my period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh dang, 
You got a little baby in there, don't you? Gosh dang. There might be a baby. <laughs> there might the be way. a little baby in there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she was all like, oh my God, no, I don't want a baby. And I was like, oh my I God, it's fine. I won't fit into my wedding dress. Yeah. And I was like, it's fine. Like, I'll, I'll hold the baby. I'll take the boy. <laughs> and you know, you're good. Uh, it turns out she's not pregnant. So. Right. She went to yeah, the doctor this morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They took her blood. Her blood. Yeah. I would imagine from the vagina. That's not how. It's they not just, necessary. They just went in and just took some vagina blood. They don't do that. No? no. You don't have to do that. Any blood will do from anywhere. Like the taint or like the butthole? No, no just like from your arm is fine. Oh, but the baby's not in your arm. But your blood is. Huh. And your blood can tell. It receives messages from the vagina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. Okay. You learned something new. Every, something new every day. Every day. That's the goal, you know? Uh, yeah, we had a great trip. We went to some like little ranch, mm-hmm. like in one of the little, t- above one of the little towns you know, around us down here. Was it called Dead Cat Ranch? It was Dead Cat Ranch. That's right. Uh, it was a huge property. There was like almost nobody there. So mm-hmm. it was like essentially just me and Danny and like the ranch staff. Right. Who like basically mind their own business on the weekends. Of course. Like you would assume. Yeah. And so we were just hauling ass around this property in uh, Polaris. Mm-hmm. Those that, are so much fun. We yeah. talked about that the episode before you left. Yeah. Yeah. I was excited about it and it was fun. It was awesome. <laughs> So good trip. Plan and so, going again. Well, yeah, apparently because Danny talked to Terry's mom all about it and she's moving in with us and Terry's mom is stoked about it and we've been talking about it. And then she like talked to the kids about it. And now all Dean ever talks about is going to Dead Cat Ranch. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. It was cool. It you sounds can... like, a, like a blast. It also looked beautiful. I saw all those pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can. There's shooting. There's. Um, like a whole clubhouse with all sorts of games. There's archery, axe throwing. Axe throwing. Yeah. Fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, drunk driving on your Polaris. Of course. It was so much fun. Mama Debs said something about a pontoon. Uh, no, there was no pontoon. I think she they said it was, I think her understanding is that at some point we will all go on like a vacation together, either in a cabin or in a pontoon at at uh, Interesting. Lake Palestine. I had talked to her about just doing a day trip, a getting day trip. a getting a pontoon. Ah. Actually, I have I have friends who own a pontoon. I so see. Maybe we can just borrow their pontoon. I don't maybe know. Maybe we can do that. But yeah, just going on a pontoon. Just bring like four bricks of bush lights and okay. Wow, that's having a, lot a ball. Of bush lights. Well, I mean, one brick's for me. Oh. And I would imagine that you guys would want some as well. Probably. So yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so maybe she's talking about both, and that's why I got confused. Maybe. I had, I had talked to her about like, maybe we can get like one of those like lake, uh, boathouse things. Okay. I was like, and we can just go like all of us uh-huh. and the whole gang Yeah. and just have a full on blast. We would need probably like 12 bricks of bush light. A lot of bricks of bush light. Probably. Yeah, probably. Is that just like a six pack? Is that what a brick is? A uh, brick is 36. Wow. That's a brick. Yeah. That's a cinder block. Uh, no, no, no. It's just a brick. Pretty big fucking brick. Well, that's it's the only heavy way. Ass, it's a heavy ass brick. It's the only way I, I like them. Okay. You like them heavy? Yeah. And thick? Thick and big. Okay. Meaty. Like I'm heavy. Need two hands for that brick. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jacob, why don't you do us the honors and spin the wheel? I would gladly spin the disinfected wheel. Here I go. Nice and dry, just the way it's supposed to be. I, first of all, you had no reason to be worried last week, but if you had to disinfect it, that's fine. It's definitely fine now. Yeah. Since it's been disinfected. Because I disinfected it. I've been using hand sanitizer. I don't know why you were worried. 
because you're sitting here all just like just I wasn't putting your snot all over your no, hands. No, I wasn't like a child. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so obviously the wheel is nothing but uh, but mail-ins. Right. As we've been calling them. Right. Thank you guys for doing that, by the way. If you have more wheel spin ideas, please send them to fanmail at threeshotsin.com. We can add them right away. All right. So we got, you have 24 hours of invisibility. What do you do? Wow. You're invisible. Now, I would imagine that you have to be fully nude, right? But it doesn't matter because you're invisible. Mm-hmm. But what do you do? If I'm invisible, I think I'd like, I wouldn't really know what to do with my time because I'm not that adventurous or creative when it comes to like leaving the house and doing something, I'd still have to like drive places and stuff. Uh, so I'd imagine I'd like <laughs> go watch a movie or something in the movie theater. <gasps> yeah. Would you pay for a ticket? No, I'd just walk oh. in. I know. <laughs> I'd sneak in nude and invisible and just like watch movies all day long, go in and out of theaters, all the, all the places. Although you're nude, you're going to sit in those chairs. You probably are leaving that theater with some gonorrhea. Why are other people nude? No, they just don't clean the chairs. I'll, I'll go to the good one in Tyler, the one that's expensive that serves you drinks. You think they have time to clean their chairs? I don't know. They don't. I'll just like sit. Every single movie theater chair has gonorrhea. Just everyone knows this. <laughs> Every single movie everyone theater knows chair. This. Okay. Well, um, I mean, I don't know that I have a choice, Jacob. Okay. Look, it's it's fixable. I'll right? steal. You know what? Someone will like be like, oh, it's not as cold in this movie theater as I thought. I'm gonna put my jacket under my seat. And I'll take that jacket and I'll sit on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll sit on that jacket. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a little defense against the gonorrhea. Right. I'll probably take someone's popcorn too because like it's not that expensive if you're buying it out of the movie theater. Uh Uh-huh. I'll take someone's popcorn. I'll eat that popcorn in the back. They can't see me. They'll hear me, but they'll be like, what's that sound? And they'll look back and they won't see me. Mm -hmm. Little do they know. Where'd my jacket go? Little do they know you're rubbing that butter. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stop. (laughs) So anyway, that's what I would do. And then I really don't think I'd like spy on anybody or anything. Oh, I, spying. That is so, so cliche. Well, yeah. No, using your invisibility to spy, lame. And what a waste of time. I feel like, though, I'd get bored of watching movies and eventually I would want to like prank somebody. Oh, that's all I would be doing. Okay. I would be going to Walmart and just, I mean, doing like the most heinous things that I can possibly do. In Walmart? Yes. Why? Because it's Walmart, Jessica. You don't expect a ghost to attack you while you're, you know, <laughs> looking for fucking baby formula at the Walmart. At 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are, you, what are you expecting? Nothing. All of a sudden, bam. Knock baby formula just starts, just starts falling on the floor, right? Walmart's going to make sure that you're liable for it because those things are fucking pricey. Especially now that there's a big fucking baby formula shortage. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, why'd you zero in on the, on like, Praying on the baby formula buyers. Someone buys a box of condoms. I just poke holes in it. Let them Why? leave. Why? Why not? That's yeah. mean. Let them leave with it. Also, you, know? you would be, they'd see the tack floating around. Whatever. I'll be really quick and really like hush about it. They'd hear it. Someone puts a gallon of milk in their cart. I stab it a little bit on the bottom. You're walking around with a knife? Well, no, I'm going to, yes, probably. Oh my God. Are you going to kill someone? No, no, I'm not killing anyone. Although I could because I'm invisible. No one could prove it. <laughs> So watch out, Jessica. You'd still leave fingerprints, I imagine. Don't bump into me at the Walmart when I'm invisible, because because I'll ruin your fucking your fucking day. I get like I'll a, ruin your life. A text in the care. morning. Don't come to Walmart at all today. <laughs> don't ask any questions. You're like yeah. okay, for some reason I can't go to Walmart today. No, do not come to the Walmart on Troop and Shiloh. Whatever you do. 
<laughs> I'm about to do some fucked up shit. It's like some weird fucking news stories coming <laughs> out on Tyler News. Fucking Ghostbusters show up just throwing fucking flour everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah. So they can try to see me. Well, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to illegally watch a bunch of movies in the theater and steal people's snacks and food. Um, and you're going to do what? You said just, oh, prank, I'm going to try prank, to ruin some lives. Just ruin people's lives in Walmart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not even going to like wait to see who's like a huge fucking like rude asshole. Oh, Jessica. You're just going to ruin like what? innocent people's lives. What do you mean? What do you mean? So I'm going to make judgments on people and assign my own punishments. Yeah. That sounds exactly like something you do. No, Jessica. No. I do not choose whose life I am ruining. They stumble upon me. I see. And I ruin. I I will so be. I am. I will be the embodiment of chaos. You're a force for twenty four hours. Yes. I see. Yes. All right. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It sounds like you would have a blast doing that. I would. I would. I'm just taking people's popcorn. Mm-hmm. I'm not ruining their lives. Just walk walk by, and you know that like giant tin, uh, the giant like little uh, like fenced bin. At Walmart where they throw in like all like the dollar candies and the movies and shit. Just dump them on the floor. But like right when someone is like driving by on one of those like carts. Because you know like they're they're usually very large people who don't want to walk. And so they're on top of them just like. And it's just bam. You know just get attacked by fucking. Wow. Sweet tarts and (laughs) and sour patch kids. You're going to make it look like it was an accident. Oh yeah. Of course. You want Walmart to get sued. Who cares. I am chaos, Jessica. I, I am I chaos. I, I have no qualms. Well, all right. Yeah. That's fair. That's what you would do with your invisibility. Mm-hmm. That was what the question was. I'm stealing movies, you know? Mm-hmm. They're both sins. They're seen as equal. Yeah. Movie oh, stealing. And then on my way out. Life ruining. On my way out, I'm stealing some car batteries, because why not? You just may as well. Yeah. Well, all right. I feel like I'd also have some like really strange, freaky like sex stuff with Terry. Like, do you think he'd be able to see himself through you? <laughs> like, do you if think we did once it in front in, of the mirror? Or do you think once it's, in, once it's inside of you, it would disappear? Well, we'd find out. <laughs> That's what we'd test. Gross. I'd probably ask him for ideas. Like, hey, it's it's buy one, get one free tickets at the movie theater. He'd be like, what do you mean? I'd be like, let's just go to the movie theater. I'm invisible. You buy a ticket. I don't have to buy anything. Wow. But he got one free. Yeah, he gets one free. For, for who? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that's what it's it's like impromptu sale because I'm invisible. Oh, like a you don't have to spend one on me now. Like a five finger discount. Uh huh. Okay, I dig it. Yeah, I dig it. I love it. Fuck the system. <laughs> Steal from everyone. Stick it to the man. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking Waltons and all their money. <laughs> I'm not stealing from Walmart. Oh yeah, I forgot the. <laughs> I just want to watch movies. <laughs> Stupid Edwards and their cinemas. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna i'm gonna make a note because that actually reminded me i need to show you something on the break i need to show you something too well not show you but i would need you to hear something during the break something we caught on our audio a while <gasps> back we'll have to discuss it i am very excited something super spooky super natural even maybe even that whoa i know we need the ghost facers <laughs> ghost ghost faces <laughs> well that is it. That is the answer to the wheel spin, Jessica. It is now time for your many a short tales. It's time for my many stories about lovers. I'm not going to lie to you, Jacob. Some of these lovers are denied. They're rejected by their loves. Ugh. I know. So sad. Don't you hate when that happens? I do. So I have these, um, this collection. I have, let's see, one, two, three. I have four tales about lovers here. 
Okay. And I have them all titled with something crazy they did in the name of love. Oh, it's not puns? It's not puns, no. It's just the thing they did in the name of love that was pretty crazy. Okay. First thing, death proposal. Okay. 30-year-old Alexei Baikov, a wealthy Russian businessman. He hired a stuntman, a makeup artist, a screenwriter, and a director to stage his death. Oh. Oh, yes. He arranged all of these people to make it look like he died in a horrendous car accident and asked his girlfriend, Irina Kolokov, to meet him. She's quoted saying, there were mangled cars everywhere, ambulances and carnage. Oh, wow. Then Irina spotted Alexei lying on the ground covered in blood. A paramedic told me he was dead and I just broke down in tears, she said. Little did she know it was about to be the happiest moment of her life. Then, to her surprise, Alexei stood and kneeled before her with a ring, asking her to marry him. He's quoted saying, I wanted her to realize how empty her life would be without me and how life would have no meaning without me. I think it worked because she said yes. Of course. Of course. That is a that is one of the most. Oh, that's a cute pick. He's just (laughs) covered in blood. Oh, it looks he's got like his throat slit and shit. Yeah. Um, That's one of the one of the oldest tricks in the book. Right. Pretending to die? No, 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 no. Look, he took it to a little bit of an extreme, but pretty extreme. One of the oldest tricks in the book. You got some news that you want to deliver, right? In order to make that news even better than it is, make it seem like it's bad news. You got to no, no, no. You got to bring her way down. Okay. Way down. Yeah. Right. Like if if I won, you know, a hundred dollars off of a scratch off lottery ticket. That's exciting, right? But first, you would tell Danny you first. Lost I would tell Danny, like, Danny, I have cancer and six weeks to live. <laughs> right? She's down, sad. Then surprise! Actually, I won actually the I was kidding. I won a hundred dollars on the scratch off. That that jump from super low to mid tier high is a huge one. Memorable. She'll remember for the rest of her life. Wow. Yeah. Um. I don't know that I would feel the same way. I definitely wouldn't have said yes in a death proposal situation. I don't know why. Terry would be super fucked if he ever did anything like that to me. Or super, super not fucked in that case, right? Hey, well, literally unfucked. He'd never uh, unfuck him. I'd never fuck him. I'd, re- I'd retract all of no. my prior fucks. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like fucking Hercules after he's in the pit. Just fucking disheveled. Just hold my head in front of his dick and I'm like, <gasps> just inhale. Like, I just, my soul sucking power, no. but instead of his soul, I'm taking all of our prior. Years of sex. <laughs> yes. Reabsorbing his balls all of it. Becoming bluer. <laughs> They're refilling all at once. Anyway, next up, intentional shooting. Oh, okay. Jordan Cardella. He's 20. Uh, He got dumped by his girlfriend, and he really, really wanted her back. So he decided that getting shot would fix it. Okay, she'd come rushing to his aid. Right, she'd be like, oh my God, you got shot. Now I I realize how much I love you. I love you so much. I don't want to leave your bedside. Exactly. With your bullet wound. Exactly. Now, there was a a little trick to that. Okay. He thought, okay, I want to get shot, but I can't do it myself because I'm a convicted felon, and it's illegal for me to have a gun. Right. So I really should make it look like I got attacked by a gang of men who all had guns. And one of them got a shot off? No, three of them did. (laughs) So he asked his friend, 20-year-old Anthony Woodall. He said that it should look like he was attacked by a group of men, of course. Right. That's the best way. So 
he thought that the way to make it appear that way was to be shot either in the chest or the back multiple times with a rifle. With a rifle? With a rifle. Multiple times? Multiple times. At least three, he said. So they drove to an isolated spot and Woodall had a change of heart. He lost his nerve. But he did ask his friend, 24-year-old Michael uh, Wesick, to do it for him in exchange for either money or pain medication, not both. <laughs> and Michael was like, sure. Dope. No problem. You got some of those acetaminophens? <laughs> so he took the rifle and he shot um, Cardella in the arm one time. Okay. But then I'm assuming he either chickened out or Cardella was really fucking loud about it or maybe both because he refused to shoot him again. And Cardella was like, no, I just got shot in the arm. I should really get shot more times. Come on, shoot me more times in the chest or back. And Michael was like, no, I don't want to do that. No. And so Cardella was like, okay, well, take me to the hospital anyway. I'll call my ex-girlfriend and see if it works. So uh, he decided to do just that. So they took him to St. Luke's South Shore Hospital. He called his ex on the way and explained, you know, I was attacked. I was jumped by like... A huge group of men hoodlums. and they threatened my life and they shot me in the arm and now I'm going to the hospital and stuff like that. He said, please meet me. I need your love and support. All that stuff. Probably blah, blah, blah. Um, unfortunately, she did not arrive at the hospital to oh. meet him. She wanted nothing to do with him. Somehow, after both of his friends were arrested for shooting him or at least conspiring to, she was not moved to rekindle their flame. Oh, I know. Hate and to his hear two it. friends both received two years probation and 100 hours of community service for their participation in the shooting. He didn't get anything? He got no charges. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. He should have gone the same thing. It was his plan. I know. They, he asked them to. Apparently, wanting to get shot isn't a crime, but actually shooting someone is. Oh, that makes sense. Never mind. Yeah. I take it back. Next up, kiss or I shoot. Oh. Yes. This sounds like a a pretty sticky situation. Perhaps. I guess it depends on how you look at it. Helen B. Stottinger. She's 92. Oh. Yes. And she developed a crush on her neighbor. His name was Dwight Bettner and he was 53. Oh. Yes. She cooked him a meal and she asked for a kiss. Mm -hmm. He gave her a little peck on the lips and she thought, ooh, a romance is kindling. Yes. Unfortunately, Stottinger found out that Bettner already had a girlfriend. Ugh. I know, she was heartbroken. She was upset. But she made him dinner. She did. And she got a kiss on her lips, a peck. So she confronted him. She went right to his house and she said, do you have a girlfriend? And he said, yeah. And she was like, no, kiss me. She refused to leave until he kissed her. He was like, no, sorry, you've got the wrong idea. I'm not gonna kiss you, you need to leave. She was like, fine. So she went home and she grabbed her 350 semi-automatic pistol and she started firing at his house. Whoa. She was taken into custody. Yeah. Stottinger explained that Bettner was not only telling her lies, but he wasn't paying his way when they dined out. Oh, he was a little stingy. He was a little stingy. Mm. Gave her a little peck on the lips, you know, but then he didn't really put out, did he? Mm-mm. She probably, she probably bought him a steak. And all he did was give her a peck on the lips. You don't order something expensive and not put out? Mm-mm. A little peck on the lips? And you've got a girlfriend? Mm-mm. That's embarrassing. What, I don't know what he was thinking. He should know this. He's, he got, well, he's 50. He got a bunch of bullets in his house over it. Good. Next up, exorcism kidnapping. Interesting. 2013. Okay. Stockton, California. Oh, I've been to Stockton. Jose Magana Farias. He was 42 when this happened. 
and he'd become estranged from his wife. Oh. He was very upset about it. He loved her. He was convinced that it could only be for one reason. Anyway, he and his son, who Wait, was 20. one reason? You just moved past it without telling me the one, the one reason? It's called exorcism kidnapping. What did you think oh. the reason was? Okay, please continue. Anyway, so he and his 20-year-old son, Victor, their son, together, arranged to meet up with her in the parking lot of a Walmart in North Stockton. Apparently, this was under the pretense of making the marriage work. Right, all marriages are which might patched seem, up I mean, at the Walmart. Well, sure, in the parking lot, obviously. And it might seem like a lie, but really, he did have every intention of having the marriage fixed by the end of their meeting. So she got in the car, and against her will, they drove with her to South Stockton and picked up a priest. Oh. Then they drove to Bay Point and picked up a second priest. Two priests. Yes. And the two, he and his son Victor, believed that she'd undergone some very drastic changes and recently was behaving very differently than she had. So naturally. <laughs> Assuming this must be because of demons. Demons in her skulls. She was doused with sacred oil and an exorcism was performed to purify her. Did it work? No, they're still divorced. Ugh. Yeah, room, her roommate, apparently, because she'd moved out, her roommate alerted deputies to her kidnapping. Somehow she was able to reach out to her roommate, and her roommate in turn reached out to authorities. So she was unharmed at the end of it, you know. Right. However, the two men, he and his son, were being held in jail under suspicion of kidnapping, conspiracy to commit a crime, and also false imprisonment. But eventually I all see. those were dropped. And, I see. And the priests were uncharged. They weren't charged. They were not charged. That's good. Sure. They were just exercising. Exactly. Little exorcism never hurt nobody. And it didn't. She wasn't hurt. Just upset. Just angry. She was probably upset because those demons were up in her brain and she wanted them there. Well, she, they're still divorced, so I guess it didn't work. Mm. She still got those demons. Still got those demons. And this is my last story. Okay. And the thing that someone did out of love was telling a hitman that she was in a Mexican drug cartel so that her ex could be single again. Um... I'm not following, so so get me with a story. Well, okay. Brenda Delgado, 33, 2015. She was studying to be a dental hygienist, and she orchestrated the murder of a pediatric dentist in Texas named Kendra Hatcher, who was 35, and also the new girlfriend of her ex, Ricardo Paniagua. Okay. Who was also a dentist. Apparently, Ricardo and his new girlfriend, Kendra, were planning a Cancun getaway right after returning from San Francisco. Oh, no. Where he had introduced her to his parents. Uh-uh. I know. Uh-uh. Right? Allegedly, Brenda Delgado hired two people, Christopher Love, to commit the murder. No immediate charge. It's a murder. You'd think it'd be pretty expensive. Right. Well, she told a little fib, a small one. She said to Christopher that she was part of the Mexican drug cartel. Okay. One of the big ones, I assume, because she assured him that she could secure for him a steady supply of drugs if he saw the murder through. A steady supply? A steady supply. And so he agreed under those terms. Well, yeah, that's an ongoing payment. That's that's great. The second person she hired was Crystal Cortez, a former dental assistant, <laughs> in order to drive the getaway vehicle. Cortez was only offered $500, but according to her, was also threatened by Delgado. She claimed Delgado told her if she snitched, then her six-year-old son would be next. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Here's 500 bucks. Drive the car and don't say anything. Or, um, you know, your son's going to get it. Yeah. She was like, damn, okay. I, I can drive a car for 500 bucks. And my son's still alive? Yeah. Sure. That's a win-win situation. Exactly. Anyway, Hatcher, Kendra, the new girlfriend, was found dead 
from, from a gunshot wound in the parking garage of her Dallas apartment complex on September 2nd, 2015. A witness had tipped off police, saying that he lent Delgado his Jeep. It turned out that Delgado lent the Jeep to Crystal Cortez to be the getaway vehicle. This was a really weird move. Right. As, you know, I, I'm assuming somehow he was able to put together, like, I don't know if he saw his Jeep on the news and was like, hey, that's my fucking car associated with the murderer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not chill. Right. Not so great. But I, I'm not sure exactly how he put those things together. It must have been pretty obvious, though, because he reached out to the cops and he was like, hey, I gave her my car. That's my car. And they were like, oh, this is your car? Cool. So they brought Delgado in for questioning, and I guess they didn't get a whole lot. She ended up getting released. But uh, Cortez, the dental assistant, Mm -hmm. who drove the getaway vehicle, turned herself in to police two days after the murder, told them everything. And police issued a federal warrant for Delgado's arrest in October 2015, believing she had fled back to Mexico. They couldn't find her anywhere. Um, And she was still a citizen of Mexico, so that would make sense. Right. It turned out, because of her jealousy... And, you know, her passion for Ricardo. She became the only woman on the FBI's 10 most wanted list at that time. Oh. And the ninth woman ever. What a feat. Until eventually she was caught in 2016, yes. Like, like I don't want to deal with, like, the repercussions, nor do I want to do anything to put me on that list. Right. But God, that'd be so cool. To be on the FBI's most wanted yes. list? Yes. <laughs> look, look, I'm not going to do any fucking, like, bombs or some shit, you know? You're not going to commit acts of terrorism. Yeah, no, I don't have the, I don't have the, the want or the desire to, you know, terrorize, do what it takes to be on that list. But like, can you imagine being on that list? That'd be cool. I mean, no, personally. I just think that'd be cool. I mean, maybe in a, in a, like you'll live forever in infamy kind of way. Yeah. That's the only way I want to live. In infamy? Infamy. Okay. I mean, are you trying to, are you waiting till this podcast gets really popular to do something pretty terrible? Is that your goal? Look, look, Jessica, I'm not saying anything like that at all. Oh. I wouldn't ever say anything like that. Out loud. Yes. I would not do such a thing. Okay. But, you know, like podcast siblings or or like murder, murder on, on three shots in, you know? You're going to murder me? <laughs> yeah, it would have to be you if I want to make the headlines. If it, you wanted it to be big news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to kill you. Sibling rivalry. Yeah. Or something. And I'd use one of those, um, you know, those uh, those guns that you put like the CO2 in and it shoots like a metal beam into the brain. No. Uh, well, they use them on animals, just like like horses. Oh, like cows to kill and, cows and stuff and cattle. before they, they slaughter Yeah, but them. it works just as well on horses. And so I just put that into your hands. But bam. I'm not a horse. So we're not necessary. Really any, almost anything that would kill an animal would kill me also. Yeah, but like, you know, I'll break your leg first and be like, oh, I'm sorry, girl. I gotta put you down. Nope, I'm not a horse. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to break my leg I'd ha- first. I'd have, to, I'd have to put you down if you did. Nope. You'd I'm also, like, oh. it's not really a mercy killing if you're the one who broke my leg. You can't make it on the furloughs anymore. I'm not on I any furloughs. I gotta put you down. No need. Yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly healthy. How are you supposed to? How are you supposed to race? I don't. You know? I never. Race. You, you'll never qualify. I wasn't trying to. For, for any of the derbies. <laughs> not in any of those. So never bam. been, never been to a race of any kind. So. I put you down regardless. Hypothetically, of course. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Great. You're welcome. Well, I guess it's time for the break. It is. I've had to pee for like 10 minutes. Well, good for you. So I'm going to go pee. Do that. I will.
looks gross. It looks like one of those, like, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Guillermo del Toro monsters. Oh, yeah. It looks like that wrinkly, ugly thing that has no eyes and the yeah. eyes are in its hands. Yeah. In the palm of its hands and stuff. It looks like that thing, but with like a vagina face. So, like, did Amber Heard snort coke while she was on the stand? Yeah, pretty sure she snorted coke while she was on the stand. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, my respect kind of increased because, like, <laughs> the balls that that would take. Honestly, like, where is your self-control? Like, You got cameras on you. There are fucking cameras right on your face. Like, you know that. Like, there's no way in the midst of all this happening, she's not seeing that, like, like video is being released of her all the time. You know she's watching that. She's got people, other people watching that. She's got a team of people, I assume. She fired them all. Apparently. <laughs> Did she? Her like publicity team? Yeah. Yeah, she fired them because apparently she was getting a lot of bad press. Well, what the fuck do they, are they supposed <laughs> to do about you bumping coke on camera? Some of the coca. A little bit of coca. A little bit of coca. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm looking on uh, like Twitter news, mm -hmm. right? Because usually there's some fun stuff there. It's a, reli it's a reliable news source, you know. Oh, I know. And uh, I, I found this one and I clicked it and I'm reading it now. It's called Texas woman takes 52 foot yacht on joyride before arrest by Galveston police. <laughs> and so. That actually sounds like a blast. It sounds like a blast. So it was in, in Galveston, right? Which is like the beach town yeah. in like Southern Texas, right on like the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, so this woman. Apparently, she stole the the yacht named Loyalty. Uh, her name Renee Wagspack, wow. and uh, she apparently sailed away on the boat and headed out before noon. The owners reported it missing. Um, apparently, it was worth over one hundred and seventy thousand dollars. And when she was arrested, they also found approximately four grams of contraband, which. They have tested and found out that it wasn't, in fact, all methamphetamine. <laughs> Ew, listen to this one. Ariana Grande wore a bra top to her brother's wedding. What? I don't know. We're about to find out. Apparently, she wore a bra to her brother's wedding. Sounds like a bra top, which sounds pretty typical to what would wear to a... Oh, it's not even... It's like part of her dress. Like, yeah, it's kind of skimpy. Dean hand drew me a Mother's Day card. Oh, that's very sweet. He depicted me in his images. Yeah? Is it a horse? No. <laughs> so this is the picture I took of him and the card. Okay. I, I can't really see the card very much or very well. Here's the card. You can zoom in. Okay, let me see. First of all, him on the right. Oh, he looks like very strong. He looks like a warrior. He's wearing a helmet with really big horns on it, like mm -hmm. a Viking. And he's he's got some sort of weapon. Right? And it's, he's, like it's a gun. He's shooting. Oh, he's, he's shooting the bad guy. There's a bad guy who's bleeding because he shot him. Uh-huh. There's another bad guy. Oh, there's another bad guy over here. And he is having his head kicked off. By me. By mom. <laughs> <laughs> mom looks angry. <laughs> <laughs> he just, just depicted me with these like really angry <laughs> eyebrows kicking this person's head off his shoulders. Damn. And he's so sad about it, too. The head that you're kicking. He's so yeah, he's sad. He's really upset that his head is gone. You kicked his head off. I did. Wow. Not, not pleased. 
Wow, see, what a, what a nice Happy Mother's Day that is. So what's up with all these people being like so horny for Hillary Duff, like out of nowhere? Anybody who's actually in magazines in the nude is getting talked about. Like as long as you get naked and you show it publicly, you get talked about. Maybe we should think about that. Oh yeah? Yeah, let's. Maybe we need to get nude publicly so that our podcast can grow. We'll pretend someone hacked our photos. Yeah. Oh, oh no! Someone, someone hacked my Snapchat. Someone leaked my nudes. No. Also trending on Twitter right now, um, Survivor. Apparently, that's still a thing. Oh, it didn't get canceled? No, it says are still watching. Survivor airing on CBS. That is a number three trending on, on Twitter. Huh. I mean, it's kind of like morbidly fascinating to watch now. Oh, guess what number four is? Oh. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills airing on Bravo. Okay. Like, who can? And then the rest of it's like sports and shit. Boring a little stuff. A little bit of politics here and there. But honestly, wow. The trending Twitter used to be a lot funnier, you know? You sure? Yeah. And now it's not. Look, trending. HIPAA. Like the health information protection, blah, 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 blah. That is boring. Yeah, what the hell, people? I don't like teases. I don't like having my pee-pee metaphorically played with. Yeah. And me, like, getting my balls all swollen. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't lead anywhere. You know, I don't like it. Yeah. We talk mm -hmm. about it all the time on Three Shot Cinema. Yeah, I hate it when I a hate. when a TV show gives me the old fashioned cock tease. When they pump and run, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. Uh uh. Outer Range's plethora of subplots threaten to get sucked into a wormhole of ponderousness, but at least this sci-fi western is anything but plain. It led nowhere. It made no sense. Well, I think, Jessica, that you're wrong and that you just didn't get it. You think so? Because I don't think it was canceled. I think I got that wrong. Because you're looking at it on your phone right now? Because I'm looking up the Rotten Tomato score. Uh-huh. And critics gave it an 80% and viewers gave it a 70%. Oh my God, Jacob, you have to see it. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> we are, me and Danny are about to finish Battlestar Galactica. We have two episodes left. After we watch that, we are going to watch Ozarks. Then I would imagine we'll probably jump straight into Stranger Things. Because once we get back into Stranger Things and we finish that, then I can cancel my Netflix membership before they put ads <laughs> in that bitch. Oh, yeah. They're putting ads. <laughs> yeah, they're Terry and I ads. are not sticking around no, for that. No, I will you're be. You're going to tell me I'm actually paying you and you're going to give me ads? Fuck you. Yeah, Fuck off. F that. We've been next to them at their side through thick and thin. And now they're like, yeah, we know we've raised the, the monthly cost of this subscription like four times, six times. You In know, like whatever. the last year. But now we're going to include ads mm -mm. like, no, I'm I'm gone. I was teetering mm -mm. anyway. You can kiss this ads goodbye, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, I personally cannot wait to watch what I imagine will be the biggest flop 
in television history. And that is? The Lord of the Rings TV show. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> the TV show that's projected to spend $2 billion. Oh my God. Yeah. It's gonna be such trash. It's gonna be garbage and I cannot wait. Break is up. Yes, it is. We're done. Yeah. Jessica, please go ahead and spin the wheel. I will. All right, here we go. One pig built their house of straw. Another built their house of sticks. And another built their house of bricks. What do you build your house of? What? <laughs> Jessica... Just the was question that anonymous? Is there. The is question that someone, is there. Was that someone we know? I don't know. We didn't write them down. You didn't write down who sent it? No, I just put them on the wheel. Great. So someone sent this. Someone was very happy to hear this. <laughs> Finally make it on the podcast. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? <laughs> what, what do you build your house of? You can't do straw <laughs> sticks or bricks. <laughs> oh, you, those aren't options. No, 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 no. Those have already been done. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll make my house out of stone. Oh no! <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Klondike bars. <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't know no one will go near your house. <laughs> <laughs> no one will give a shit about my house. <laughs> oh, we don't like that house. <laughs> I wouldn't pay a dollar eighty nine for a piece of that house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll make it out of you know rammed earth like Ricky and Kendall. See, that's just that's just not. What am I supposed to exciting. say? Exciting. That's not thrilling. The bones of my enemies? Like, no, no, no. You know what would be exciting? <laughs> what? You know what I'm going to build my house of? What? Tannerite. What's that? You know, Isn't you can, that, does, can it explode? Yeah, you buy, it looks like a little can of peanuts. Okay. Like a little, a little uh, plastic can of peanuts or whatever, and you can like set it down and shoot it and it explodes. You want a house that could explode? Yeah. High risk, high reward, you know? What's the reward? My house is built of tannerite. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a reward. No one will come near my house for fear of dying. Well, sure, but now you can't even have friends over. Trickin'. And if anyone has any issue with you, which, listen, Jacob, I have a feeling that's going to happen if it hasn't already. Don't piss me off. I'll shoot my house. <laughs> we'll, all, we'll all go up in flames. I'm not in your house. Well, you are in this scenario. I'll never visit your Tannerite house. It's a mobile home. I bring it to you. <laughs> <laughs> a mobile Tannerite house yes. is what I want. A trailer made of Tannerite. <laughs> it's literally just a, a bomb on wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. I mean, I really, I said a lot of things. I don't think I settled on anything. I don't know. Stone. I'd build a house out of like rammed earth and rock and cement and like sand and shit so that it lasts forever and yeah. no one can break in. Got any blood diamonds in that? In that you could literally mix? crash your Tannerite mobile home into the side of my rammed earth stone house and you wouldn't be able to break in. That's but, the house I want. But what if your rammed earth house was inside of my Tannerite house? Then well, what? it won't be because I have a regular sized house and you have... Mobile home. I don't have a mobile home anymore. I just have a big regular house now of Tannerite. But still on wheels? No. Why would I build a house inside of your house? I don't want to live with you again. Well, in this scenario, you did, Jessica. No. Don't I piss get, me off. I get to choose. I will shoot my wall. You can't hold my house hostage in I your can. Tannerite house. Think about it. Think about it. No. Who's who's the FBI going to raid? The house of stone or the Tannerite house? They're not going to raid the Tannerite house. Yeah, they probably will. No. What are they going to do? Tell you to come out or we'll shoot. Oh, well, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Apparently, I didn't think that one through. <laughs> you know what? Well, fuck them. Okay. <laughs> you. I'll shoot first. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I'm gonna go out in a blaze of glory. Well, here, maybe your ideal house is a, a Tannerite mobile home on wheels <laughs> with a tractor beam that pulls anybody in like a certain radius in closer to the house. Oh, yeah. Everyone. So everyone's in the danger they're zone. They're trapped. Yeah. You do as I say, or I'm shooting this house with you and me inside it mm-hmm. or near near it anyway. Cooking? Dangerous game. Can't. No barbecues. No, you can. No grilling. Oh, yeah, you can. No bar- No microwaves. Be very careful. You can't. You can. Just don't do it at all. Just be very careful. No one would. You can't microwave anything with a, you can't microwave a Wendy's burger. Okay. So you know how, like on the break, we talked about how it's really boring that one of the things trending on Twitter right now is HIPAA. Yeah. You, HIPAA would be the number one trending thing because that's how many HIPAA laws you'd be breaking by having anybody build you a Tannerite house and then by living in a Tannerite house and also inviting people to your Tannerite house. That's not what HIPAA is. Okay. HIPAA is like. I'm your doctor. Oh, sorry. I, I mixed up HIPAA with OSHA. <laughs> oh, fuck OSHA. Who gives a shit about OSHA? I mean, they don't have to. OSHA no gives a shit about you. Oh, please. They want to be all up in your business. But yeah, come inspect my house. <laughs> you can inspect my house anytime while I'm away at work today. I'm not at work. I'm in a tree half a mile away. I'm about to shoot that house <laughs> with OSHA man inside. Your little trailer? Yeah. It's not even like, it doesn't even drive itself. You have to hitch it to something. Of course. <laughs> Naturally. I have it hitched to the back of my, I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe the, the back of my 20, 2022 Ford Bronco Sport that I won at the dance-off, <laughs> the dance-a-thon. But that's just like, it's not even worth it. Because what if you get into like a fender bender as you're driving around? That's it. You're over. You're no, done. They're going to give me a wide berth. No, they won't. They won't immediately recognize Tannerite by just looking at it. They'll be like, oh, that's a weird house made of little cups. Mm, that's a, That's a really good point, too. They or they prob- won't see it at all. Like, you know, oh, I'm arguing with my wife on my phone. Oh, no, I'm about to hit the back of this Tannerite house. K-k-k-sh. Boom. We're all gone. And so is everyone in like so 100 I, foot So radius. I don't got to worry about it. You're just going to die. I'm just gone. <laughs> That's it. Why don't you just say you want to die? I don't. Like if you if you have a death wish, why don't you just have like a house at the bottom of the like Marianas Trench or something? That's impossible. I know, but if you're saying you can have a house, any kind of house anywhere, you can I build it. I didn't say that. I said you could build your house of anything. Build it out of anything, then a waterproof house at the bottom of the ocean. Well, it's not a, is it a pressure-proof house? I don't know. You can build it out of anything. You can just say it's something that is waterproof and pressure-proof and it'll, I, wanna, I want a house I, that will withstand I, I the ocean. I live in the world's most useless submarine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You basically, you're going to die in there, but at least you'll know what was in the Marianas Trench. Would you? I mean, it'd be pitch black. You wouldn't be able to see anything. You could ask for lights. A normal house has lights. I'd be eaten by a big monster. I don't Probably. want that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That's kind of what I was saying. Like, you're dying for sure. Like, no one's going to, you can't, like, order food. You know what I mean? Oh, I can't even door dash. You can't even, like, open the door to, like, get, like, there's fish right there, but you can't get them. All my Amazon Prime packages are right at my door, but I can't open them. I can't <laughs> open it to get them. <laughs> no, they're, like, however many feet up to the surface just floating. <laughs> The last little piece of light you can see at the surface, well, it's probably none at that point. But if you can see any light, you just see little squares floating up there as your they packages. Just, my drones dropped off my, <laughs> my Amazon Prime packages. <laughs> they tried to they tried to weight them, but they're just floating on up above your. Roof. I get the email left at doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> the pirates, oh the pirates, they would take my packages. They'd love you. They took my my oven mitts. <laughs> Why would you need oven mitts? Oh. So you have an oven in there? So that I don't burn my hands. I don't think you could even cook in there. Why not? Any, you're getting way off topic here, Jessica. 
Right. Tannerite house. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you got a lame-ass house of stone. That's never been done before. Well, I wasn't going for unique. I was going for eff- efficient. Whatever. <laughs> well, it, it efficiently bored me. All right? <laughs> That's okay. Okay. So lovers. Right. Naturally, I went the dark route, you know? So did I, sort of. Well, I didn't look for, you know, people that did things out of love. I did, I found lovers that did the terrible things together. Oh. Yes. Teamwork. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, back in our our hometown, actually. Burbank? This Some of this takes place in Burbank. I was thinking more like the San Fernando Valley. Oh, That's so right. California. Southern California. Mm-hmm. In and around Hollywood, Los Angeles area. All places we've lived, yes. Yes, yes. So, around Christmas 1979, 31-year-old Douglas Daniel Clark, he saw a woman, she was drinking at the bar in, in Little Nashville. That's the name of the bar, Little Nashville. Okay. In North Hollywood. Okay. Okay, we've been there. Her name. Lived there. Yeah, yeah, we did. Her name, Carol Bundy. Okay. 37 years old. Okay, so she's a little, a little older than him. She was a nurse at Valley Medical Center in Van Nuys. Okay. From a, um, you know, pretty well-off family. Clark, the man, was an Air Force veteran, but now he he had a different a different way of life. He just, he liked to apparently take advantage of older, lonely women. Oh. That's right. That's um, not so good. One of a writer from a book that I will not tell you the, the name of yet. Okay said that he was very good at murmuring in women's ears in country bars <laughs> and getting them to sleep with him and give him a place to stay. Huh, okay. Many people refer to him as a leech. He's a charmer. He is a, he's a snake charmer. He slithers his way. Maybe he is the snake. The snake's doing the charming this time. Oh, ah. That's right. So, uh, Bundy, the woman, she was at this bar to watch her apartment manager, who was a singer named John Murray. They were on again, off again, boyfriend and girlfriend. He was married. Oh, whoops. That's right. Many compared him to a low-rent Tom Jones. I don't know who that is. Uh, Tom Jones, uh, she's a lady. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Uh-huh. Ooh, does he have a nice voice like that? I don't know. He was a low-rent Tom Jones, so I'd imagine he was maybe, okay. okay. Like, maybe if I sang Tom Jones, they'd call me a low-rent Tom Jones. Okay. You know? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. All right. Anyway, so Bundy had a had a pretty rough life uh, growing up. Both of her parents were alcoholics. Her father had actually raped her. Aww. Her first husband beat her. Um, she became what they called subservient. Hmm. Um, essentially, they say that she would do anything to please her man, and she really didn't have boundaries. Okay. Okay? So Clark quickly seduced Bundy, and they moved in together. He moved into her Van Nuys apartment with her two sons. When? How soon? Very quickly. I, it doesn't say. Okay. But I would I would imagine within like a month. Oh my god. Yeah. Yikes. And also very quickly, they began to molest an 11 year old girl who lived in their apartment complex. Oh no. They were they took photos of their abuse of this girl, according to Bundy, uh, the woman. Clark began to tell her his fantasies of killing people and dabbling in sexual sadism. Oh. That's right. Uh, This is a quote from that writer that we talked about. Carol told me she was a mousy little person and her experiences with Doug were the most amazing adventures she had ever been in. 
So she, she, she loved her time with him. Super into the evil. That's right. So these fantasies of, of killing and, and sexual sadism um, really became more than just fantasies. They became real life because both Bundy and Clark were very good liars, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, a lot of this is foggy, but here we go. So Clark began trolling the Hollywood Sunset Strip area, right? Like Sunset and Vine type area. So, you know, Hollywood. You got all the clubs and sure. all the touristy stuff. And that's when he killed Marnette Comer, a teenage sex worker. Oh. That's right. Very sad. Very soon after, he murdered uh, teenage stepsister Cynthia Chandler and Gina Morano, who were runaways from their Huntington Beach home. They were hanging out in the Sunset Strip, Sunset Strip, and he murdered them. Now, the reason why there are no details yet as to how he did the murders, we'll yeah. get into very soon. Okay. So after this double murder, after the so now that's three bodies, uh, he ended up telling Bundy what he had done, and Bundy decided hot, and she decided to join him. Uh. That's right. So this is a another writer. Okay. So someone who wrote this. This is a quote from them. Says together the vile pair trolled for a vulnerable vulnerable prostitute. They found one on Highland Avenue in Hollywood. She jumped into the front seat. Carol sat in the back seat of the Buick, fingering her trusty pistol. But Carol couldn't quite bring herself to pull the trigger. She claimed that she gave the weapon to Doug, who shot the girl in the head. Carol undressed the body while Doug drove all the drove along the Hollywood freeway until he came to a gravel road where the prostitute's body was dumped under the bushes. Right on June twelfth, so I'm assuming 1980. The bodies of Chandler and Murano, remember the stepsisters? Yeah. Were discovered by a Caltrans worker picking up trash near the Forest Lawn Drive uh, by the Ventura Freeway. And a few days later, the torso of Exy Wilson, who had recently moved to Los Angeles from Arkansas to work as a sex worker, was found near a dumpster in the valley. So San Fernando Valley. Damn. The body of her friend and co-worker, Karen Jones, was found behind a steakhouse in Burbank. Remember Smokehouse? Oh my God. Right by the studios? Yeah. Yep. Found her body right there. How, when did that, what year was this? This is the 1980. Yikes. That's right. And then they found Wilson's head. Remember they had just found her torso? Mm-hmm. They've officially found her head. On June 23rd, 1980, a man uh, saw a small pine box sitting in a studio city alley. He was apparently curious, so he decided to go and open the box. And he did. And what he discovered was a t-shirt printed daddy's girl on it and wrapped up in the t-shirt was the head of 20 year old Exie Wilson. Oh my God. The Arkansas girl. I know. Poor thing. Now wait, is this a different, a different young sex worker from the very first one they killed? Yes. Okay. Yes. So far, if we're going with just last names, we have Comer, we have Chandler, we have Murano, and we have Wilson. Oh, and Jones. So that's body count is five at this point. And do we know how long they've been together? Well, they met around Christmas of 1979. This is six months later. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Yuck. That's right. For poor children living in the house with them. I know. Well, I'm, I'm assuming they were, you know. Abusing them? Probably. Probably. Probably doing some terrible shit. So police were very sure they had a serial killer, right? Um, multiple press conferences were had. A bunch of officers were on the case, including, this is a little fun fact, California's first female detective team, Helen Kidder and Peggy York. Oh. So first duo of female detectives. And on June 30th, the mummified body of Marnette Comer. Mummified? 
mummified body. If you remember, Marnette Comer was uh, the first one the very that Clark first, had killed. Right. Her her mummified body was found by hunters off of the Golden State Freeway near Silmar. Okay. Sex workers were obviously a target for like usually, or you know, they a target for be. crime. It's very sad, but yeah. Um, and now they had to look out even more because there was obviously killers out there. Mm-hmm. So when all of the bodies started being found, Bundy just couldn't take it anymore. She apparently had already called the police in, in an attempt to like give them a warning or like tip them off about some of the murders. Maybe she even told them where a body was. Uh, she the Bundy did? Bundy, yes, the woman. Okay. So she even confessed everything to her ex-boyfriend, Remember Murray? Remember the Tom Jones Tom Jones knockoff? Oh. She confessed everything to low him. Low income Jones. That's right. <laughs> and um, then she became fearful that he was going to go to the police and tell them Jones? everything that she had just told oh him. Oh my God, I think I've heard the story. Oh. So in order to silence him. Run, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Run. She, she lured him into his van. I guess he had a van and she promised him sex in right. his van. So they went into the van together where she shot and stabbed him multiple times. She had like a knife in one hand and a gun in the other? It was well, just she like, shot him in the head and then she stabbed him a bunch. Just to real seal, really seal the really deal. Really make sure that he's dead. Not shoot him a second time in the head, just. No, but because she shot him in the head, she was worried that the bullets would be traceable. Now, she's not a surgeon, so she can't take the bullets out. Bullets? Bullets. Okay. There's at least two. So she's not a surgeon and she can't, she can't remove the bullets, but she can remove his head, uh. which she did. She cut his head off. Well, and I mean, Based off of the other head that was found, it sounds like that's not off the table. <laughs> it is not off the table for them. <laughs> Correct. Um, according to the New York Daily News, she then called Clark to tell him that she was bringing Murray home and he grew very angry, right? But then she clarified it was only his head. I'm bringing his corpse, you silly goose. That's right. So allegedly they threw his head into a trash can, but it was ab- it was never found. His head was never found. Oh. So, the hearsay. Marie. Right. His body was discovered on August 9th in Van Nuys after neighbors complained of a smell coming from his van. Yikes. Oh my God. She left his headless corpse in there? Yep. God damn. And that's in the summer. It gets a little hot in Southern California. It's a dry heat. Yeah. So, that's gross. Bundy had apparently admitted to her colleagues that she had, quote, taken lives. Now, remember, she was a nurse. And Bundy's coworkers were like, um, well, that's just not chill. So they called the police. <laughs> They're thinking like she did what a lot of crazy like angel of death done. type shit. Yeah, yeah. Like encouraged patients to die or allowed them to die or killed them. Yeah. Swapped their medication just cuz. Uh-huh. So obviously, uh her coworkers called the police and they told them what Bundy had told them as well. So from this, Clark was arrested. He was working as a boiler tending engineer at the Jurgens Corporation in Burbank, and he was arrested for the molestation of a child because apparently Bundy had shown officers pictures of the abused 11-year-old girl, uh. but he wasn't arrested for the murders yet. And when they tried to charge him with it, Clark denied killing anyone. He claimed that it was actually Bundy and Murray who had committed all of the murders. And it was, but it was Bundy, sorry, it was Bundy's interview that, uh apparently chilled detectives to the bones, they say. So Bundy claimed that they had kept Exie Wilson's, remember? 
Remember we first found her torso and then her head? Yes. So she claimed that they had actually kept her head in a freezer, that Clark had kept it so that he could be using it sexually. Ew. Like, what's it called? Um, like Ed Kemper? Mm-hmm. Ew. Yep, he apparently would take the take it out of the freezer, let it warm up a little bit. Ew, stop! And then just go to town. Gross. And, but Bundy, Bundy wasn't into that. But she did have fun with the head because, quote, where I had my fun was with the makeup. I was making her over like a big Barbie doll. I don't, oh, and then she tells the officers also, I don't know if you guys have ever in your life shot anybody, but it's really fun to do. It sounds terrible, but it is. Yeah, she had no qualms My at all God. about any of this. How did they find each other? What a weird... At the, well, apparently we need to head over to Little Nashville Bar in North Hollywood. This Maybe we can find someone. There? I guess so. That's just where all the sociopaths in San Fernando Valley go and... Just hang out. The hot, young sociopaths. So hot, they, so they, young. They mingle. They mingle, and then they molest and murder <laughs> and rape and do all nasty things. It's a lot of... They do the triple M. The mingle, molest, and murder. Oh, yes. Yes. You can get you they, can get crazy, too, and mix up the M's. Oh, the order doesn't matter? No. Okay. That's good to know. Well, unfortunately, on August 26th of 1981, a still today... And this article, by the way, was updated May 2022. Okay. Still today, the body a body was found in Newhall, California, that is still un- unidentified. Holy shit. Yeah. So we, basically, we literally all, lived literally, in all of these places. Literally every place we've lived in, Yeah. this terrible shit went down. Mm-hmm. So Clark was charged with six murders, and he was found guilty of all of them. And in 1983, he was sentenced to death. On May 2nd of 1983, Bundy took a plea deal. She pled guilty to killing Murray and handing the gun to Clark to kill the unknown sex worker. Okay. Remember the first, she said she couldn't do it and he shot her in the head and... This was, was it Marcette or something? Um, I can... And then there was the Arkansas lady? It's an unnamed prostitute. Okay. So... A third. Yeah, it doesn't have a name. Okay. That's unfortunate. But anyway... um, Poor baby. And in her plea, she calls herself a, quote, reluctant partner doesn't who, yeah fat fucking chance <laughs> who had been in the hands of a maniac who had overwhelmed her death uh so i actually did my own you know Digging. copy and pasting from this article okay um it was a very big article very long and i was going through and i removed a lot of things because the people who wrote this article were like defending her yeah and saying that she was in fact a tool that he used and Absolutely she was not. just as abused as everyone else. I don't buy that. I don't buy it at all. That's why I tastefully edit, cut that out. Um, and so according to Bundy, she said, quote, it was a fantasy that just got badly out of control. And she was sentenced to 52 years okay. in prison. So that writer um, wrote, remember that writer I had said at the very beginning, was the author of The Sunset Murders. So I don't, I don't want to let you know there was going to be murder happening that quick. Right. Right. Um, so this writer who wrote that book, because they have become now, they are known as the Sunset Strip Killers. Dang. That's Carol Bundy and Doug Clark. So that writer said that Clark, uh, had wanted more attention that when he was in the county jail, there were a lot of serial killers there, actually. One of them being the Hillside Strangler. Remember we talked about him before. It was the 80s. And Doug was pissed, was very angry because he was not getting as much attention 
as the others. People wanted to come to the jail to interview the Hillside Strangler and not Doug Carroll. Is that why he confessed? Or sorry, Doug Clark. Doug Clark. Um, no, he, to this day, he says that he never did any of it. To this day, I thought you said he was sentenced to death. He was. He's still alive. Oh, it's California. I forgot. Yes. Um, so Bundy ended up dying of heart failure while she was imprisoned in 2003. Uh, what a relief. So she's dead. But Clark, like I said, he continues to say he is innocent of murder and says some experts, including crim- criminologist Christopher Barry D., have actually come to his support and said that it he is innocent of murder. There's photos of him. There's oh, photos of him. They didn't kill the eleven doing year old. nasty things to an eleven year old. Whatever. That's right. Um, but Clark still sits in prison on death row as of today, as of May 2022. He is still on death row. Um, and I'm going to leave you with a quote that he he last gave in 2015. He says, "I don't think I'll ever live long enough to get out of here," <laughs> which is kind of funny. He said, "But you get by. I've always been a very zen person." What a very Californian thing to say. Yes. He is very zen, very cool, very cool, calm, and collected. Rest in piss. He just wants Doug to listen Clark. to Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> watch, and let's, just let's, hang out. Let's let's let a doobie and watch Californication. Yeah, I was like, he just wants to dream of Californication, okay? That's all he wants. He didn't do those murders. It was the dude that they murdered. Let's pop some zannies and listen oh. to some Duran Duran. <laughs> it wasn't him. It was Tom Jones. Oh, God. It was the knockoff Tom Jones. He was I the murderer. I don't know. I mean, look, maybe. I'm sure if I if I dived deep. If you dove. If I if I, if I I had divin. divin. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I doved deep into this Sunset Strip killer case. Yeah. I'm sure there is some evidence in there that points to him not having been a murderer in in one or more of the situations. Mm -hmm. The fact that Bundy was there the whole time had a dead Murray that they could have said 100% he was the killer. We were just friends or whatever. She didn't say that at all. She confessed to killing him because she had confessed to him. Like, what did she have to gain by all of that? What would I, she have to gain from killing him um, and, and not Yeah, super not sure Clark. about Not sure. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't know how I had never heard of the Sunset Strip Killers, considering they left bodies in every city that we've ever lived in, except for Tyler, Texas. So I, I'm pretty sure I have heard this. I, I, think, I think I've heard about it twice. I think I heard an episode of um, And That's Why We Drink. Uh-huh. Now, those are shorter stories, so it was probably like maybe... 20, 30 minutes on that. But then I'm pretty sure there's an episode of Time Suck that does it too. Oh, exciting. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any of those locations though. Yeah. It must've been a really long time ago. I think I was listening to it like on a long drive and mm-hmm. I just, I was in and out, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm sure in like six to eight months when dad listens to this episode, <laughs> um, he'll have a lot of critiques to say because I'm sure he knows a lot more of the, the details. Oh, I don't know. It was before he was in. Sure. But he... His supervisors were probably there. Probably still talking about it. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Um, Cause that's big. It's huge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all of this was from one article. So, you know, if I got shit wrong, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Google it yourself. It is you what want, it is. You want the facts? Go read it on Wikipedia all by yourself. Murderpedia is even better. I don't even know what Murderpedia is. What is that? It's an encyclopedia of murderers. What? Have you never, ever, how much research do you do? Is that all you do is find one article? 
No, this one was just very lengthy. Yeah, Murderpedia. You'll find huh. every single killer on there, just about. Interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna jot that down. Murderpedia. <laughs> Is it Murderpedia or Murderpedia? It's Pedia. Depending. I don't know, but well, it's supposed it to be pronounced encyclopedia, ask. right? No. No. Hmm. I've heard I've heard it's encyclopedia. I know you've heard it. <laughs> but just because you hear something doesn't mean it's right. It's like, you know, but, one time online people were saying that you could microwave your cell phone and it would charge it. Remember? Uh-huh. I heard about that. Well, I'm sure it did charge it somewhat before it exploded. It charged it so much, gave it so much power that it blew up. Hmm. They weren't wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to spin the wheel for the final wheel spin okay. of the night. All righty. All right, here we go. Oh, no. A snake bit you right in the taint. <laughs> Your significant other is nowhere to be found. Who do you ask to suck out the venom? <laughs> That's absolutely you. <laughs> That was written by you. No, it was not. These yeah, are all these were all mail-ins. I highly doubt that. These were all mail-ins. You that was are a not liar. me. No. That sounds exactly like something you'd say. Uh, well, I said it and write it. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like something you would write. Maybe one of my biggest fans did. Gosh. <laughs> Directly in the taint. Right in the taint. <laughs> Mind you, I, well, when well, I get but these, like, I what also... What does that mean? Where are you and how do you have access to just anyone you can think of that isn't your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever? I don't know. You, but in this situation, I'm assuming you can ask for anyone to suck the venom out of your taint. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm going to ask Keanu Reeves to do it. Why? Because he'd be so sweet about it. And he's hot. Whoa. <laughs> you got a snake bite in your taint. Well, no. See, he'd be like so tentative. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be so helpful. Slow down. Your taint is swelling. <laughs> <laughs> he'd take care of me and I would enjoy it is what I'm saying <laughs> I can't even tell where your taint ends and your butthole begins <laughs> it's a mess down here I've got, so I've got four different holes I'm looking at <laughs> I, I'm just going to aim for the ones in the middle <laughs> you're like Keanu no oh wait oh Oh. No, that's it right there. <laughs> you found it. <laughs> I'm slowly dying. <laughs> well, who are you asking? I don't fucking know. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> he would be so nice about it. <laughs> no. No. You know what? I I want I want a doctor to <laughs> to to suck the venom out of my taint. It doesn't matter if and they're so, a doctor. Well, cuz then they can I don't know, like like Patch me up afterwards or something. What are you talking about? I am going to go with, you know what, fuck it. I'm going with Gordon Ramsay. He'll <laughs> <gasps> talk so much shit. <laughs> oh, God. When was the last time you bathed? <laughs> I'm sorry, Ramsay. I'm sorry, chef. <laughs> There's too much sauce. It's raw. <laughs> it's raw. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, I don't even know how to answer the fucking question. So, yeah. Let's I thought that was a great question. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay's going to suck my taint venom. Whatever. You're definitely the one who wrote that. I didn't write it. You snuck that in there. I know you did. No, I would not. I would not have done such a thing. And if I did, I was drunk and I don't remember. Therefore, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that brings us to the end. It was of- it was Drake. Drunk Jake. Ooh. New persona. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, please go ahead and like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with everyone that you know and love or hate. I don't care. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, let your haters hear us. Rate I hate us, your haters. Rate us five stars wherever you can. Leave us comments. Reach out to us on fanmail at threeshotsin.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Suggestions, anything you'd like. and um, Give us more wheel spins. We're, we're, we're running through all of our, our mail-ins. Yeah, sure. We need more. Yeah, we just want to keep up with uh, whatever you guys are interested in. And these have been great so far. Not necessarily like the Klondike bar one and <laughs> the, the what to build your house. What is it? Like the fucking pig one? Listen, I appreciate all of it. They're all welcome because we're going to answer them no matter what it is. Uh-huh. You know, like get creative do get or don't get creative. Pull them from online. I don't care whatever you want. Just, you know. Yeah. Keep sending them in. We're, we, we're having a great time. Yeah. Over we'll here. do any and all. Mm-hmm. Any and all wheel spins. That's yep. right. Um, we do have to thank our wonderful patrons again. Thank you guys. We could not be here without you. You're amazing. And if you would like to join them and access a super exclusive secret podcast, <laughs> you can do that by going to our website. Go to threeshotsin.com. You'll see a subscription button that'll take you to our Patreon where you can become a member. Mm-hmm. Typically, that's like a once a month, like extra episode type thing, Three Shot Cinema. Um, we do hope we can get them out much more frequently. Uh, and for those of you on Patreon, please stand by. I just finished editing part one. I'm about to move on to part two of our double feature that we Ooh, recorded recently. Yes. So uh, that will be up for you soon. Thank you guys again for listening. Um, do we want to announce the topic for next week? We do. Uh, first, I would like to announce that if you want to become a patron, it is only $5 a month. And if you go ahead and do it now, you will be able to vote on the next poll for the next movie that we watch for Three Shot Cinema. Or you can just make a, you can just comment in the poll a movie. And if it gets a bunch of likes, we'll watch that one. Why not? There are no rules to this. Okay. Comment anything you want. Anything starring Nicolas Cage oh, even. Oh, that's all they're going <laughs> to suggest. He has a lot of movies, Jessica. I know he does. A lot of I movies. I know. That's right. So next topic. So next week on the 20th, on Friday the 20th, we will be joined with our guest, TJ. Isn't Sam also? Is Sam coming too? Is it, is it Sam and TJ? Yeah, I thought they were both okay. supposed to be joining us. Well, our, our guests, friends, and patrons, Sam and TJ... We'll be here on Friday where we will be discussing... Expose. Expose. That is, that's the inspirational temporary title. Yes. Expose. That's the topic is expose. Yeah. So you can take that any way you want. It could be a, you could talk all about, um, uh, what's the, the Jackson woman uh, who had her nipple exposed on live television? Sure. You can talk about celebrities Having their nudes exposed? It's Janet Jackson, by the way. Janet Jackson. There you go. I said the Jackson woman. I know. Um, you can but there talk are, about- there's more than one Jackson woman is what I'm saying. Is there? Yeah. Are there multiple Jackson women? Huh. There's at least, at least two, I know. There's only one whose nipple I've seen. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think people have only seen her nipple, not the others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there will be more talks of nipples, I'm sure, <laughs> next week. In Expose. Um, so we'll be recording that, like Jake said, on Friday the 20th. Uh, and if you'd like to join us, we go live at five on Instagram That's to right. take shots before recording the episode. Join us there. Easy to remember. It at, rhymes. Get it tattooed on your wrists. I don't care. Live at five. At three shots in podcast on Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.